1: at checkout. That's amazing. And that is code GAZE24 for 20% off any Moon travel guide in Moon's entire library. And that is just for our listeners and you cannot find that anywhere else. Be sure to visit moon.com. Head to our show notes and check it out and see Moon's entire collection of travel guide books.
0: So hitchhiking problems are a thing. Aren't they? They are. Have you ever actually been hitchhiking before anytime in the national parks? No. No. Oh, no, no, never. No. No. I've never hitchhiked ever. Oh, I have. Um, Oh. Yeah. When? In South America. Okay. Yeah. You know, hitching. I think, is more of a common practice elsewhere in the world, or at least in some other countries. Definitely not in the United States. About seven years ago, when I went to... um, Peru, Bolivia, and Chile, I visited a friend in Chile who was down there. She was like, yeah, we'll just hitchhike places. And I was like the, like, scared and cultured American, like, um, no we will not. We will get we will get there somehow else. And she's like, No, I do it all the time And so like we had gone to the coast for a few days, Valparaiso and Vina de Mar, which are beautiful, like coastal communities, and Valparaiso is like a very um quintessential sort of spot to visit if you go to Chile. And then we took a bus all the way up the coast to this like secret beach that she really wanted to see. And she was like, Well, I think the only way to get home is to hitchhike and I was like Well, I guess we're just hitchhiking then. So we were able to get in the car with somebody. They drove us like part of the way. And then we had to hitchhike again, like ended up in the back of a pickup truck, like hitching that way and like made it home just fine. But apparently it's a very, very common practice, at least in in Chile. I can't speak for everywhere else.
1: Well, all right then.
0: Yeah. But we've had some hitchhiking problems when it comes to the national
1: parks. We have. We have. We've done it a couple of times. Right. Um, Or... Haven't
0: done it a couple of times. Haven't
1: done it a couple of times. Right. Particularly the one I remember is Haleakala. Right. When we had to get to the summit of Haleakala Mm -hmm. and in order to get on the Sliding Sands Trail and then hike all the way down back to where we parked. But the only way to get up there was to hitchhike. Right.
0: And the park rangers were like, oh, it's easy. People do it all the time. You're fine. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Lies. (laughs) Lies. I mean, (laughs) at least in the morning at that time. Right. No one picked up anybody. We stood there for 35 minutes. We did until we met our friends, Casey and Carrie,
0: who became our trail
1: buddies for the they day. They did. Because we were like, okay, what are you planning on doing? And they were like, well, we're going to uh, hitchhike up to the top and then hike the Sliding Sands Trail. And we were like, we are too. And you have a car and we have a car. Right. And then immediately everybody was like, oh, great. So we sort of hitchhiked. It was like kind sort of, of we just sort of exchanged rides, right? Is what we did. We right? were like Ubers for the day. We were each other's Ubers. We were each other's Ubers for the day. Mm hmm. That should be go on a Valentine Heart.
0: Will you be my Uber?
1: How capitalistic of you. Right. at the National park. At the National Parks. You, you there. At the National Parks. you, there. follow you, I'll follow you there.
0: Hi and welcome to Gaze at the National Parks. I'm
1: Mike. And I'm Dusty.
0: And we may sound a little different.
1: Like we're both coming through on the same microphone. Not the same microphone. But
0: in the same space. Which we are. um, Finally. Finally. Because um, our governor in the state of New Jersey has relaxed some of the stay-at-home order to include the fact that you can be in someone else's house, up to 10 people, Or you can be in a yard up to 25 people. Now, with that being said, we are still being socially distant.
1: We are six feet apart right Mm now. Yep. Still maintaining the social distance as ordered. Right.
0: Because, you know, he said you could be in someone's house, but I wouldn't recommend sitting right next to somebody. Um, So here we are in this brave new world that is pandemic America.
1: That's right. 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 Pandemic does sound like the capital city in like a Hunger Games type mm, of right. movie. Well, because of Panem. Panem. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. I have to make my way to Pandemic. You know what I mean? Like
0: Pandamerica. Uh, <laughs> sure. Pandamerica. Pandamerica. <laughs> Although that sounds like it's made up of pandas. It does. Yeah. I,
1: I would l- absolutely live in...
0: Pandamerica. Pandamerica. Right. We are still adventuring through lovely beautiful wonderful red rocked landscape of capitol reef national park to um, remind you capitol mm-hmm.
1: reef national park is located mostly toward the center southern center of utah utah has five national parks over to the east is um canyon lands and arches and then over to the west is bryce canyon and zion national park that's
0: correct so Capitol Reef is often overlooked because it's not really grouped with the other four national parks or other two and two, um, so it's often passed by, and in fact, we passed it by on our first adventure, which was actually to Utah and Arizona. Um, so we were able to, luckily enough, on a road trip in 2019, head back to Capitol Reef. If you're joining us for the first time, we have already had two previous episodes about Capitol Reef National Park. In the first, we traveled along the Cassidy Cassidy Arch Trail, and in the second, we took to the Frying Pan Trail, which connects Cassidy Arch to Cohab Canyon, and you're picking up right where
1: we leave Cohab Canyon and hit the road. That's right. Today's episode is all about traveling down the Grand Wash Trail. Right. Right. So we had just come out of Cohab Canyon, right? Which was kind of like go go up 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 and down down down. Some switchbacks, yeah. wasn't too high, wasn't too far, but and that's we, how we got off the Firing Pan Trail and onto the road. Right? We weren't on
0: it for terribly long. Um, it was covered, you know, in our last episode. It was kind of like a blip. You could have hiked the other way on Cohab Canyon, and I'm sure got a really nice hike in. And we thought about that for a minute when we kind of reached the juncture where we t-boned with Cohab Canyon. Like, what do we want to do, and what does our afternoon want to look like? So, you know, we had to make some kind of decisions on what the best course of action for ourselves was. And it was early afternoon at this point, and we were trying to figure out what should we do. Honestly, there were a few other hikes that we wanted to get to in Capitol Reef. But the thing that made the most sense for us was to get back to the car. Um,
1: So we could do those hikes. Right. The only way to get back to the car was to, um, as we were told, hitchhike down the road and get back to the Grand Wash Trail.
0: Right. Or
1: totally go back the way we came.
0: But we weren't interested in that. Yeah. We were
1: a little... The frying pan trail had fried us a little bit. Literally. Literally. It was really hot that day. Mm -hmm. It was the middle of April. Yeah. It wasn't like July, no. but it was still very hot. Right. And, desert um, climates, friends. <laughs> definitely desert climates. Mm-hmm. So we make a decision that we're going we're gonna to go along the road for a little while, mm-hmm. right? Now, based on where we were, we could turn left and we could go down the road and that would take us to the visitor center where we were before. And we'd
0: pass the petroglyphs and um, some other trails that were across the road there too.
1: Or we could head to the right. And that would take us back to sort of where we drove in toward the entrance. It's that direction.
0: Right. It was exactly the road we drove in on.
1: Yeah. And um, that would take us to the Grand Wash, which is where we parked. However, we're at the southern end of the Grand Wash. This would be the north end of the Grand Wash. Mm -hmm. The Grand Wash would take us back to the car eventually. But it would take us like three to four miles down this road to get to the north end of the Grand wash right
0: yeah it wasn't like an easy quick trip um so we knew that the potential was there to hopefully hitchhike as again we were told by the rangers at the visitor center right (laughs) like hey if you want to do this it would be a great way to like see so much you could get back to your car and then you could do this, this, and this. But, you know, you'll probably want to hitchhike down the road. And hey, it happens. So and hey, it happens. Go so for we it. were like, all right. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. So
1: we'll just do this. Right. It's a paved road. To the sides of the road are just these beautiful, tall, sweeping canyon walls. Right. And it's a beautiful place to walk. So we were like, all right, well, we'll walk down this road for a little bit until we get a car to pick us up.
0: Right. The road was very windy, too, at points. So... There were parts where now we're on a shoulder and there's a pretty wide shoulder on each side. And I think this is a fairly common connector for a lot of people. You have to kind of like do this if this is what your plan is for the day. So this is nothing new. So if you find yourself in Capitol Reef, this may be something you need to prepare yourself for. The side that we were on, it was shadier on that side, thankfully, um, because it was a hot day. The other side of the road, like Dusty said, you know, both sides had these high walls. But the other side, I remember there being like a lot of high grass, very green spaces, despite the fact that it was mostly indirect sun. And I'm sure it got a lot of direct sun throughout the day. There were definitely also points where there was water running. I remember like hearing that as we were walking down the road, which was like a really kind of nice just like soundscape to have, despite the rush of <laughs> the cars as they passed. Um, so what was it like for you? doing that hitchhiking? Like, how did you feel? Like, what was the experience that was going through your mind as we were kind of meandering our way down this roadway?
1: Well, it was certainly a little awkward for a while because it was like, okay, well, I guess I have to put my thumb out to let them know. It was one of those moments. It's like, well, no, you go in the haunted house first. No, I'll go. No, no, you go in the haunted (laughs) house. You know what I'm saying? Right. And at first I was like, like we would throw our thumbs out like right when the car was passing right and it was like I think we need to put them out sooner like as soon as we see that a car is coming we need to like stand and hold our thumb right right after like five cars and nobody picked us up we were like oh this might be a little harder than we thought right but we kept walking And we kept doing it. How many cars would you say passed? Oh, I would say like easily 50. Easily 50. I mean, not... And how many slowed down to pick us up? None. Zero. (laughs) (laughs) This is like a very long road too.
0: So, and it is like, it's the road you would travel to get out of the park. Now, the thing about Capitol Reef, which is interesting, or at least I found it interesting, is that there aren't really gates into the park because this is a park similar to some others that we visited where there are communities that are on either side of it. If you kind of think about like even like the Smokies and traveling the Blue Ridge Parkway from Gatlinburg um, to the other side, it's, it's similar in that vein where, you know, this park kind of divides an area and it would be too much for somebody to travel around it. So, you know, this is probably not just people coming from the park. It's people that are driving somewhere in Utah that probably live in Utah. So, you know, it was interesting to kind of think in that mentality that it wasn't just tourists that were passing us, it was actually like people that lived in the state and probably lived nearby. This was our first foray into trying to hitchhike together because, as we talked about at the top of our episode in our cold open... Um, Haleakala was actually later this year um, in 2019. It was later um, in the summer, or it was early, early summer, but it was later than this trip. So, you know, two disappointing adventures with hitchhiking for sure.
1: Well, I feel like the Haleakala moment offered a solution. The only solution here well i mean there was no solution there wasn't at <laughs> no. this moment no. it was like and we weren't interested in just standing
0: and like having our thumbs out because we knew one way or the other obviously we were going to need to get back to the car i think the both of us were probably like well we should have taken Susanna up on her offer <laughs> i know
1: we should have walked to the campground and, and asked her you know if know what she wanted to take us down to the Cranwash. wash
0: right and you know what the issue wasn't the walking, because, you know, we can walk and walk and walk and walk. It was the hey, we have a lot we want to do. Like, this is going to take us some time. And we knew that, like, we wanted to, you know, hike the Grand Wash because that was something that was important. But um, we were like, does the road necessarily need to be a thing that happens? You know, despite it all, I do think, just like when we were driving into the park, it's beautiful. There is a beauty in it. You're not on... A dirt trail you are on a roadway that's traveled by people all the time you are surrounded by nature despite the fact that you are on this man-made object but for all intents and purposes it's a trail you know trails come in so many different shapes and so many different sizes and on so many different sorts of materials despite the fact that we were on a roadway i still took away some things from it i think it was important
1: oh yeah Yeah, and i think it was great yeah i agree I think it's sort of one of those situations where it's like, well, we hoped this would happen, but it didn't happen. Right. We wanted to uh, hitch a ride down to the Grand Wash Trail, but it just didn't happen. Right. And so we, you know, we just we kept just kept walking. walking. We were like, well, you know, let's just keep walking and walking and walking. So something really interesting happened. There's like the the cars that would drive by. And like you would see each other and you would like make eye contact. And then they would just sort of not do anything. And then there was the cars that would like wave like, hi, I see you, but I can't help you. Right. Right. It was definitely two sets of people. Two sets of people. As we got
0: further and further down the road, there were um, on the side that we were walking, there were definitely like these little jut offs in the canyon walls too. Like there were a few like kind of alcoves that were, like in the walls of the canyon, there was one. Do you remember that was like a cave that we like went, do. And we went and looked at? We went and looked at it, and we were like, "Oh, this is like the descent." I feel it like. is, um, yeah. yeah. And we definitely were like, "Okay, let's scurry back to the roadway." <laughs> and eventually, after walking, you know, those few miles, we do start to see up ahead that there are cars like pulled off on a very wide shoulder which is basically like a parking lot we were like we must be close that must be the entrance to the grand wash we had the map we were looking at it there was no other real trailhead that kind of jutted off from the road so as we approached you know it was like kind of like a just like an a small parking lot on the side of the road it just looked like a big shoulder that people had parked at and there was a big sign that had info on the grand wash and some picnic tables and that's where we stopped and took a little break before we started our way down the ground wash. And with that, let's take our first break.
1: Let's play One Letter Change. Great. I haven't played this in a while, so I I'm know, excited. I know, me either. Mm-hmm. All right. So it's two words right next to each other. There's one letter different in between them. Mm-hmm. We give a clue. You got to guess what it is. Yep. All right. I've come up with three. You've come up with three. Yeah. All right. I'm ready. You look at you. You're very excited about shorts.
0: Well, I just haven't played this game in a while. And I feel like we hadn't played this when we were in Capitol Reef because it wasn't the game your mom had introduced to us yet. Right. So, um, you know, it brings me joy because it's like all things puzzles. Yes. You know, puzzling. So the advice that you would give to the hair above your eyes if you didn't want to cut it, Grow brow.
1: (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. This is the action that you would have if you tossed a lily into a stream and watched it float down the stream. And if it happened yesterday, you would say that you watched this happen. Is flower one of the words? Mm -hmm.
0: Flower flower? (laughs) No. Flower.
1: Past tense.
0: Flower flowed. There There you you go. go. Okay, got it. This is the facial expression you might make if you were just coronated and you were unhappy about it.
1: A crown frown? That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. This, this is what the large black bird did last night at the club. Is crow one of the words? No, bigger than a crow. A raven?
0: Mm-hmm. Raven raved. That's that. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Bigger than a crow. All right. This is a sleek kitchen instrument used for chopping up food.
1: Is knife one of the words? Mm-mm. Sleek? mm you, you said sleek, right?
0: Yeah, sleek. Yeah, okay. sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I didn't say that.
0: <laughs> no, I thought you were guessing sleek <laughs> is one of the words. No, no. I was like, I'm pretty sure I said sleek it.
1: Sleek kitchen.
0: Instrument. And it's not knife sleek kitchen machine, I'll say. That helps.
1: Used for chopping,
0: for chopping or dicing or mincing up food. Could also be used to puree things.
1: Oh, a slender blender. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and there we go and that's one letter change. <laughs> So the Grand Wash Trail in Capitol Reef National Park is a 6.2 round-trip hike. You could hike it in one direction, or you can hike it there and back in one direction. It would be around 3.125 miles long
0: right it is a gorge that basically cuts its way through the upper portion of the water pocket fold at capitol reef and basically you can come from highway 24 which is basically what we were hiking along when we were on the road or you can come from kind of the scenic route which would be where we had parked the car essentially to get to the cassidy arch trailhead because right off of the grand wash Is the Cassidy Arch Trailhead, which is basically how we started our our travels. We were on the Grand Wash to start when we started at the very start of our time in Capitol Reef. The Northeast Trailhead is actually the lower end of the canyon and empties into the Fremont River. The Northeast Trailhead is just over 300 feet in elevation, lower than the Southwest Trailhead, meaning that there is very little of a noticeable slope throughout the hike. So it's a pretty flat hike. And it's basically designated as an easy hike because of that. Um, I think one thing that we noticed, aside from the fact that it was easy and sandy, was that there were a lot of people with kids on this hike. So this seems like a very family- friendly sort of accessible hike to do
1: the grand wash is really wide right because i mean it feels like it used to be a riverbed
0: right but there are sections there is that section that's not that far in from highway 24 Mm -hmm. that is considered to be the narrows that is much narrower than it's tighter it's not a it's not a slot canyon by any means no no. but it is compared to the grand avenue-esque sort of feel of most of the grand wash it's pretty narrow if you
1: want something easy that you and a whole slew of people could do together, that isn't a lot of time, right. but you still want to see something really beautiful, right. this would be what to do.
0: Right. And if you're looking to hike now in these uncertain times and you're trying to keep socially distant, this might be a hike to do because it is so wide and you can mm-hmm. maintain distance between
1: people. Just a thought. You know, yeah. whenever Capitol Reef does reopen. It was still very hot at this time, but it was much cooler on this because there was a lot of shade that was happening inside of the Wash. Right. Well, when we
0: first got to the parking lot, when we got off of Highway 24, it was very shady right there. You know, we were on the shady side of the road for most of the way. We stopped at those picnic tables to put sunblock on and to kind of just like take a break for a minute. And that's where we got our first kind of glimmer of sun again after being in the shade for so long, which to be honest, being in the shade for as long as we were on the road felt really good after coming out of the frying pan. Oh, um, yeah. So it oh, was yeah. kind of like a welcome respite. You're right. We got into the grand wash. It was sunny, but there were those high cliff walls that depending on the direction you're traveling, because it is kind of like, serpentine in a lot of ways, the sun may have been at such an angle that it was shady into the canyon. But I I do remember it being initially very sunny, but then we hit the shade pretty quickly. Um, And I think that was right about the Narrows, because the Narrows are pretty close, like off of the roadway.
1: We took off walking from the north end of the Grand Wash Trail. Yeah, it felt pretty flat and was really wide from a lot of it until we, you know, got to the narrow section. I remember taking a lot of photos of the walls because mm-hmm. they're just so spectacularly beautiful. Yeah, and they're so tall. Yeah, it was one of those like you turn every corner and I was like, I'm really glad we're doing this one. Yeah, like, I'm so glad. Yeah, like it's so it's so good. And you're getting such a taste of exactly what Capitol Reef offers with just this one jaunt. Right. People might say, oh, you hiked a road, like big deal.
0: But this was like kind of the end result of that hike along the road to be able to walk this. And hiking the road did give us a lot of perspective on the park itself too, and the natural scenery. This was just kind of like a giant dirt road, essentially. It
1: is a giant dirt road. Right. It's a giant wor- dirt road worth doing, right? Especially like after having done the frying pan that was right. so hot and so long. It was like, oh, this will be a nice sort of like nature walk afterwards,
0: right? A palate cleanser, a if you palate will. cleanser <laughs> walk, if you will, right? Right? Um, and it was at this point though getting back into the sun because now it was like really like mid afternoon. It was hot. Even the shade, it felt good, but it was, it was warm. And at this point we had gone through, like, I mean, you're a camel anyway. So I think you had gone through most of your water at this I point. I ran out of my water right. on this, yeah. on this. And I think there. I did too, which is atypical for me. Cause I don't drink as much water and I feel like I just store it. You're a sipper. So and maybe I'm I a am galper. the cammer. <laughs> I might be the camel. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you are. You're just I'm a like a hawk. whale, like <laughs> like
1: all this water going through my baleen. Right? <laughs> Isn't that what whales have in their mouth? What's it called? Baleen. A baleen. 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 All baleen whales have um they have this stuff that will allow a bunch of water to come in mm-hmm. and with fish and mm-hmm. stuff, and mm-hmm. then the water will go out, but the fish will stay. Yeah. That's what they have instead of teeth.
0: Oh. Okay. Well, there right. you go. Great.
1: Instead, the water stays in me. Though. The more you know, the well, star
0: just shot on by. Yeah. Thank you for teaching me and our audience.
1: I'm going to thank my sixth grade uh, science teacher, Great, Miss Douglas, Great. Who, who I remember she taught me that. But yeah. yeah, we ran out of water and we were both right. like, okay, well, right. well, here we are. We need to go to the visitor center <laughs> after we get back to the right. car and fill up. The water
0: right you also were like it's hot and I'm taking my shirt off and like mm-hmm. I think you might want to do the same and I was like I'm good thanks <laughs> <laughs>
1: I did I did shirtless hiking uh
0: I think it's the one and only time that you've done it
1: I think so yeah I think so yeah I'm not here for uh, taking shirtless selfies of myself in national parks just to be like look at my chest mm-hmm. while i'm standing in this beautiful place like i'm not here for it
0: oh but what about your instagram account Pex on peaks I that know. i definitely <laughs> um i have all the receipts for you've all the receipts <laughs> for right exactly Pex on peaks it's just
1: and it's not it's not my face it's mm-hmm. just my pecs, <laughs> right, right, and then right. there happens to be like a magnificent, mm-hmm. like you know, yeah, Mount McKinley's
0: in the background, in the background, sorry, right,
1: now. yeah, because that's what people want to see. Right. They just want to see your pecs in beautiful places, because yep. that's what they're showing up. I for. think that
0: we just came up with our other side venture, pecs on peaks, just like fairies on fairies, <laughs> <laughs> perfect, um, pecs on peaks and fairies on fairies, yeah. Yeah, no, not here for that sort of nonsense. No, no, no. That rigmarole. No, no, no. But yeah, it was warm. Once you pass through the Narrows, which is kind of the shadier part, you kind of are just in blazing open sunlight. And this was like the most cloudless day I've ever seen. It was just like blue, blue skies and somewhat oppressive sun at this point. (laughs) I just remember feeling like lack of water, very hot sun, lots of hiking, We were up early. Like it started to catch up with me at this point. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, it did. It was around like two or three at this point. Right. I think everything that we had done was just catching up to us. We were getting tired a little bit, but that's fine.
0: Yeah. I do remember feeling like the heat and like being ready to
1: be done. And also looking at a trail going like, oh, it's only three miles. Right. And then hiking a mile and a half going like, we're never getting there. Yeah. (laughs) We're never going to get there. We're just going to be on this grand wash. Right forever for the rest of our lives there
0: was like a there were a few cool th- I mean the, the trail itself is very cool but there was like this one part as we we're hiking back towards Cassidy Arch
1: hiking back toward where the trail head is for Cassidy yeah, Arch yeah
0: there is this overhang and it's like a cave do you remember that I do yeah, and I that loved that was really it. cool it was beautiful Um, I mean it, it was really neat to see these very wide avenues and these very tall you know rock formations there was a lot to be seen all over there was also like sagebrush and, like, plant life within the wash, too. It was beautiful. We were just tired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The Grand Wash is sort of a closer-in, high-walled, tighter version of Grand Avenue right. in Arches. Yeah. Which, if you've been on that... It's like a straight through kind of thing, but you see all this beautiful stuff on the sides. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Sort of what's reminiscent of Grand Wash. Yeah,
0: yeah. And we didn't do the Narrows in Zion when we were there because it was closed. But I do feel like a lot of people compare the two, um, the Grand Wash and the Narrows.
1: As you're walking along the Grand Wash, like there are lots of curves, right? And Mm -hmm. you can't really see beyond the curves. So we'd be like, the parking lot must be right. on the other side of that curve. It was right? Play the game of curves. Play the game of curves, right? We get there and we'd be like, no, it's not. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. Right. And then finally, we saw the trailhead to Cassidy Arch on right. our right, which essentially means you're like 100 feet from the parking right. lot. Right. Now we're home free.
0: Right. And with that, let's take our next break.
1: Ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between, please welcome to the stage, Pedestria Walker. Pedestria, mm-hmm. Pedestria. I love that name. <laughs> I really do. I think you came up with that. Ped- oh, did I? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you were the. It the, all blends together yeah, at this I point know. in our, you know, thousand plus names. Pedestria. Well, Walker is such a is the last name. Of course it is, yeah.
0: Pedestria. Pedestria Walker. Yeah. Right. I feel like the montage scene from Devil Wears Prada where Andy is like changing outfits Mm -hmm. all the time, like that's what comes to mind for Pedestria Walker. She's just walking streets and like it's flawless outfit changes like that. Right, right. Vogue doesn't have to be playing in the background. In fact, I don't think so. No, 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 no. no, no. Yeah. (laughs) But she's walking those streets. But she's walking them. (laughs) Right, 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 right. Yeah, I feel like she's a very appropriate queen for... This episode Because there was A lot of street walking That we did There was
1: Mm -hmm. That's right In the hitchhiking sense and In the hitchhiking sense (laughs) It's true It's true I feel like she's A shoe reveal queen I do love a good shoe reveal Mm -hmm. Which is Hard to pull off Yeah It's hard to pull off Like suddenly there was You know Like you're walking In one shoe And suddenly it's another shoe Yeah Right But I feel like That's probably Like a signature Mm -hmm. thing That she'll do In a number In a show Mm Mm-hmm is that she'll do a shoe reveal? Okay, I feel like her song might be "Every Day Is a Winding Road." Oh, that's a very interesting song mm-hmm. and very left of center song mm-hmm. for a drag show. Yeah, I don't know why. I just feel like you know, <laughs> I just am feeling it for her. <laughs> can I, can she take it and like? I don't know. I feel like she needs to make it a little poppier. more um, not well. I was gonna say a little danceier. Mm. Like, if she, like, adds some... I really want the dance remix to Every Day is a Winding Road now. Well, like, personally. Get on it. <laughs> I know, I know. It's probably Hey, month. anybody out there, <laughs> yeah, if you want to make, right, take that Cheryl Crow song from mm-hmm. 1996 <laughs> and turn it into a dance remix because I'm here for it. I think it would be great. I used to ride with the vending machine repairman. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's a yeah. good call. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she, she's on it. <laughs> she
0: is. I want, yeah.
1: like, I want, like, if Robin were to have made oh, yeah. Every Day is the Winding Road, what would that have sounded like? I don't know, but I hope she covers it now. <laughs> oh, now I hope somebody does. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Let's, so that's her number. Yeah. That's her number. Yeah. She reveals and all. She reveals and all. And mm-hmm. I feel like maybe she has, like, a, maybe she does, Instead of like a signature cocktail, she has like a Dr. Scholl's insert, <laughs> right? A pedestrian right. insult, mm-hmm. right? An insult or an insert? <laughs> I think you said insult. I no no no. I said insult. Oh, an insult. Like an insult. An <laughs> insult. There's a Another lot on layer. brand. There's here, a lot of right. layers happening. She could, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. An just insult. like her insole layers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I think you could maybe the you know the, the shoe insert uh-huh. or insole insert whatever has some kind of insult on it. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> right. Best get to step in. <laughs> Best get to. St- you thought this was for you, right. wrong. Best get to step in, mm-hmm. right? Something yeah. like that. On. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Dr.
1: Schultz Oh, that's perfect There you go Great. Great
0: Ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between Welcome to the stage, Pedestria Walker
1: So we finally make it off of the Grand Wash Trail Which felt, I was like, we just did that giant loop Right. It was a giant loop. It was the giant loop. Really, when you think about it. We did.
0: If we left the car at 10 and we got back around two or three, that was like a a five hour, like,
1: you know, trek, which was great. And we were, we were tired, but there was still some more that we wanted to do. Right. Um, We had plenty to want to do. Yeah. Someone had told us about this little pie shop that was in capitol reef
0: right well there's orchards all throughout capitol reef because i think i believe it was mormons when they came in and they settled they set up fruit orchards which is why part of the park is called the fruta section of the park because that's where a lot of the orchards are someone had recommended reached out and recommended that we get pies from like the like general store that was basically in capitol reef so we drove over and i think we got like a strawberry rhubarb pie and maybe yes. another type of pie and i know it was the
1: small yeah little, it was like a hand
0: pie basically like
1: um but at the small little store mm-hmm. and it basically they just had pies mm-hmm. and they, I think had they had some, some other
0: things cuz you were definitely looking at well, they like, had kitchen some, utensils and they stuff they
1: had like some that. other like you know yeah fun little chotchkie knickknack stuff mm-hmm. and also like you know kitchen tools and right. things like that but i mean it was sort of mostly about the pies right <laughs> It was just like the musical waitress right right right, right which right. would come back later come
0: back. so yeah so we picked up the pie and then we had to basically head out of the park the other way because we were staying in Tory you know <laughs> Tory, Utah Tory, Utah she's also Tory Utah is on the
1: list she's on the list Yeah.
0: So that allowed us to pass the visitor center and get more and water. get more water because we wanted to be filled up for later when we hiked. When we were at the visitor center, I think we reached it and they were close to closing. Yes. So it must have been later than two, like or, two three. or three. I think it
1: might have been like, like around four, close five. to four or yeah.
0: five. Yeah. So we were out for a while when we were, we were you know when we were hiking that part of the day. We talked to a ranger who was taking the flag down from the flagpole. Because we were just curious about some of the other things that we could do. Because we knew we still had a decent amount of daylight and we wanted to do things. When we were at the visitor center earlier, there was mention of like another wash hike that we could do that started at the Visitor Center that would take you closer to Torrey. And it would take a while to do. And, you know- and
1: Torrey is west of Capitol Reef. Mm-hmm. Capitol Reef runs north to south, right. essentially. And Torrey is west of the Frutus section. right? So um, we
0: kind of like, you know, snagged his ear for a minute and asked him about what was that like was that possible he was like yeah he's like it's great it's a really great hike you're gonna definitely have to
1: hitchhike though and i think we both looked at each other and we were like well we know how well that went today (laughs) well i think i said it was like we tried hitchhiking and like no one picked us up there were like a hundred cars that drove by by this time i was exaggerating oh you (laughs) exaggerate i was like do rangers pick people up because we were like you know maybe if we see a ranger car and he was like I try to pick people up every mm-hmm. time, you know, Yeah, but
0: we kind of got that information and then we headed on down the road to
1: Tory, to our hotel, which was like which literally, we, it, like, was it was a motel. It was a motel. It was a motel that also advertised on Airbnb. Right. Well, how do we say this? <laughs> it was not the most inviting looking place. No. Right. Right. Um, from the outside. Right.
0: There was no one at the front desk. There was no one there. Hey, we left your keys on the counter. Just come in and pick them up. Just
1: come in and get your key. And I'm like, oh, this is like the start of a horror movie Mm -hmm. right here. I mean, it did look like totally picturesque, like random side of the road. Right. Middle of nowhere Mm -hmm. kind of motel. Right. Right. And we were like, we don't even know if there are other people staying here. We might be the only ones in this building right now. Right. Right. And, um, we definitely talked about the film Identity a few times. We did. Right. We did. <laughs> Once we got inside, it was super comfortable. Right. And, and really
0: nice, actually. Really nice. Yeah.
1: And I would stay there again. Yeah, for sure. We had driven through Tori, and Tori had a few hotels. Right or places to stay. Right. There were definitely some like right there on the exit. Yes. I think if you were up for like a long walk, you could walk from there to the visitor center. Sure. There were definitely some places to stay. Yeah. Without and a And there doubt. were some restaurants
0: too. And there were some we restaurants. On our way out of the park.
1: And there was a general store. Right. Because you needed contact solution.
0: Right. Because I had left it at Karen's. She was kind to email us to say, I think somebody left their contact Solution here. So, and you were
1: like, "That was me," and I don't have it, and I need it. Yeah, was like, "Well, let's see if there's any in that general store." And you were like, "No, there's probably not going to be, and it's just going to be terrible." (laughs) And it was like, "Well, why don't we go in and see?" And you walked in and you found some.
0: I did. I was just like, "I'll sleep in my contacts tonight, and on the road, we'll see a CVS or something on the way to Mesa Verde, and we'll be fine." Or like that was my solution basically. Mm -hmm. But instead, we got. My solution. Oh, look
1: at that. (laughs) Look what you did there. Right. But um,
0: once we got to the hotel, we were like, we need to crash a little bit. We had still energy enough in us to do one final hike, but we needed to make sure that we had some, a little bit of downtime and a little bit of dinner time.
1: Let's put the Grand Wash Trail on the Karen Stone scale. Two? Yeah, I'm going to say it's two.
0: Yeah, I think it's just like, be prepared and have water, um, especially if you're planning on doing the round trip, because you're in the sun for a real long time, unless you're doing it very early in the morning or, you know, in the evening when it's probably bound to be cooler because of desert temperatures. But I would say like, as far as, um, you know, difficulty, it's, you know, it's an easy trail. It's it's a two. Um, the thing is, you know, you just have to be prepared for that, the length of it and the heat.
1: I concur fully. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Let's end this episode as we end all of our episodes with some Jeopardy! style trivia. Who would like to start today? Um, I can go first. Go for it. So after taking about five minutes just now to like... figure out where our Jeopardy! categories were. So we both have separate documents where we keep all of our categories. Right. Right.
0: And we are also doing Jeopardy! on Instagram, so we're doing, I, I keep yes. it in the same place. Yep. All the Jeopardy! is kept in the same place for me.
1: <laughs> I probably have, like, now 7 billion categories of right. Jeopardy! Me in too. that document. Yep. But I had written all of the Jeopardy! categories for these Capital Reef episodes, mm-hmm. and the one I had intended to do for... This uh, week. This week. I had done last week.
0: Right. And I did the same exact thing. And you Because did the same thing we are what? somehow friends. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how. That's crazy. Great. Right. So um, after panicking for a moment and you telling me to calm down, mm-hmm. um, I found my Jeopardy. So here we go. <laughs> Great. Let's go. Ready. So this category is called Out of the Frying Pan and Into the Fire, which would have made sense <laughs> for last week. Which would have week. made sense for but last week. But it also sort of makes sense right because now. Because
1: we too. are... Out of the frying pan and, and we're into, into the, the fire. fire of what was the heat of <laughs> right. that day.
0: So um, the phrase out of the frying pan and into the fire means going from bad to worse. So I am going to describe a, a film in which things go from <laughs> bad to worse <laughs> and you need to name that film. Did you do the same thing? No, oh.
1: no, but I love this category Great. already.
0: Great. So you're naming a film here. Ready? For 100. In this book-turned-film, a company of nine must make their way to a dark land to destroy an object of great power. Unfortunately, that means taking a tour through the underground, where they are ambushed by bad guys who lurk in the shadows, and they lose their most wizened member of their council as he falls from a bridge defending them all.
1: What is rat race? (laughs) (laughs) You no, know, what is Lord of the Rings? <laughs> yes, The Fellowship of the Ring. That's correct. There very we go. good. All right, so it's very
0: broad. Um, you know, I got it. No, I like that. <laughs> I'm here for it. From the frying pan into the fire for two hundred. In this book turned film, a theme park's soft opening goes awry when an employee, tempted by greed, agrees to smuggle out some precious cargo. In order to do so, he has to turn the park systems off during a tropical depression, which is battering the island, which is, while bad in in and of itself, is nothing compared to all that goes awry in the aftermath. It's a good thing the founder of the park spared no expense.
1: What is Jurassic Park? That's correct.
0: From the frying pan into the fire for 300. While on a suicide rescue mission to save some royalty, these two intrepid heroes become trapped and must blast their way out. Not through the enemy, however, down through a trash chute and into a compactor, which soon has them scrambling as underwater monsters and the compactor itself makes
1: life more and more dangerous. What is the core? (laughs) Incorrect. What is Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Incorrect. (laughs) No, I don't know,
0: actually. (laughs) Their robots must help them to get out of the situation. No? No. What is Star Wars The New Hope? Oh, all right. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Okay. Great. Um, from the, <laughs> what is <laughs> Honey, I shrunk the kids. From the frying pan into the fire for 400. In this novella turned film, an innocent man must navigate the prison system, first by dodging beatings, then by getting in the good graces of the guards and the warden. When his chance for freedom is within his sight, shit hits the fan, and we understand why we can't trust those in power to always do the right thing. Thank God for Raquel Welsh who saves the day.
1: What is Shawshank Redemption? That's
0: correct. Great. There you go. And for 500. In this intense film that should honestly be shown in every high school to expose the dark underbelly of hard drugs and a life of addiction, we watch as each character undergoes a transformation from addiction to a total cluster of a ruined life. Set to incredibly frenetic background music, this film will leave you gutted.
1: What is Clueless? (laughs) (laughs) No, what is Requiem for a Dream? Yeah. Um, Can I tell you, I had not seen Requiem for a Dream until college. Mm -hmm. And my friend, my dear friend Shay, she had told me, she was like, you need to watch this movie, but you need to watch it on a bright, beautiful, sunny day Mm -hmm. when everything is feeling good (laughs) in your life. Mm-hmm. because if you watch it feeling down, things are just going to get way worse. Yep. And so, yeah, that is exactly how I watched it.
0: Yeah, and that was the best way to do it yep. because that is a dark
1: film. I'm going to be on television. Ellen Burstyn. Oh, Ellen Burstyn robbed of her Academy Award that year from Julia Roberts, who won for Aaron Brockovich. Mm. That's like a touchy subject for me because I love that movie, and I love Julia in that movie, yeah, but Ellen Burstyn. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Performance of a career, career defining performance, mm-hmm. I should say. Great. What's your jeopardy? Oh, I forgot <laughs> I have one. I'm, like trying to make an ending moment here. Okay, great. My category is called hidden gems. Great. Okay. Capitol Reef is itself a hidden gem. So in this category, you have to identify the word in which the word gem appears. Mm -hmm. G-E-M, and it, they do appear, it does appear in that order. And she's totally amazing. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Truly outrageous and beautiful bold. Right. Is this the day for glitter and gold? Mm -hmm. Glitter and gold. Anybody? Nope. The only (laughs) one over here who knows that song. You just looked at me like, I don't know that one. (laughs) God, I loved that show. Mm -hmm. She was such a serious catering manager who would then turn herself into a holograph of herself or a hologram of herself Mm -hmm. and then go out and save the world. Yeah, She's a genius. Great. Not (laughs) to be associated with the film that came out a few years ago. That was not real and should not be associated (laughs) with with what is the legacy of Gem and the Holograms. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Here we go. Hidden gems for 100. This hidden gem is found inside of this noun, which Judy, Joe Brown, and Mathis know well, as well as Dusty's resting face. Well, bitch doesn't have gem. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> but I don't say I have a, a no. like a rest, a bitchy resting face. No, I say I have this kind of resting face. Oh my God, I'm like Judy, Joe Brown, Mathis. What is judgy? Judgment. What is the resting face of judgment? Got it. Judgment. Okay. For 200, this hidden gem can be found. (laughs) Mine is disappointment. (laughs) (laughs) This hidden gem can be found inside of this noun to describe an itinerary for a trip, the details of a funeral service, or how flowers are organized in a vase. What is arrangement? That is correct. Mm -hmm. 300, this hidden gem can be found inside of this noun that is synonymous for the word appointment. It can also refer to one's level of participation or the period of time between a wedding proposal and a wedding ceremony. What is engagement? That is correct. 400. This hidden gem can be found inside of this noun. That means to give credit where the credit is due. This might be offered to someone in a speech of thanks, or it might be offered to distinguished guests at a ceremony. Or sometimes it refers to the only thing you want and crave from your superiors. What is encouragement? Mm, Not the one I was looking for. Okay. No, and Um, to give credit where credit is due. not. Yeah, that doesn't mean encouragement. Um, Oh, I don't know. We were looking for what is acknowledgement. Acknowledgement, okay. There we go. It's the thing you want and crave all the time. Right. (laughs) It's true, I do. Just tell me I'm a good boy. (laughs) Give me my star. (laughs) Five hundred. This hidden gem can be found inside of this adjective, which is often used to describe this type of fish, specifically a bass, and specifically its giant mandibles.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know why I found that so funny. Specifically a bass, and I don't know.
1: What is largemouth? Oh, there we go. A largemouth bass. A largemouth. Right. Right if you grew up well, fishing I guess for bass. School, I guess
0: I would have felt, not that I would have come up with that, but for me,
1: large mouth would be two words, but I guess it's not. It's not. It's no. one word. It's one word. I looked that up mm-hmm. specifically. Mm-hmm. Large mouth. And you know because you got one. <laughs> <laughs> it takes one to know one. This has been Gaze at the National Parks, the podcast, and we're here to remind you to hike early and hike often, and that adventure is always out there. Gaze at the National Parks was
0: created and is hosted by Dustin Ballard and Michael Ryan.
1: To see images from this episode, follow our Instagram at Gaze at the National Parks. To contact us, email us at gazeatthenationalparks@gmail.com. at gmail.com. And to find out more about Capitol Reef National Park and the other parks mentioned on this show, visit our website, gazeatthenationalparks.com, and that's gaze, G-A-Z-E.
0: All original artwork featured on Instagram and on our website is by Michael Ryan.
1: All original music was written by Dave Seaman and performed by Dave Seaman and Mariel Klinger and Sean Sclios our music producer was Skylar Fortgang.
0: We would also like to acknowledge that while hiking in Capitol Reef National Park, that we were on the traditional lands of the Ute,
1: Paiute, Hopi, Zuni, and Navajo people. Tune into our next full-length episode about the Chimney Rock Trail in Capitol Reef National Park.